I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Where's Rishi Sunak's tax return? I ask, apropos of nothing, except for the fact that he promised during the leadership campaign, of course, to become Tory leader and prime minister of this glorious country, that if he did become PM, he would release his tax returns. He said that is the established precedent and I'm very happy to follow the precedent. Very happy. Well, he promised to release it by Christmas. Um, That's what he said to reporters at the G20 summit over in lovely sunny Bali. It's now the 23rd of February. And I don't know if you've noticed, but that is actually significantly after Christmas. Christmas is definitely December. I've got that right, haven't I? Yeah, he's he's past that particular deadline. So two months on, he was asked again at the start of this month, by Pierce Morgan, said he'd release them soon. So why hasn't he? What's going on? How hard can it be to release a tax return? And what possible reason would there be for delaying it? He said that he was waiting what, one point for formal advice from the Cabinet Office. Why hasn't that happened? You can imagine the, the the Cabinet Office would be happy to oblige. He said that before Christmas. What are the Cabinet Office doing? What are they up to? I, I think it's... You know, we've got reasons to ask questions, haven't we, about why it hasn't appeared. Given that we already know that Sunak, thanks to his marriage, is not only the richest politician in the country, but he's twice as rich of the ki- as the king himself, King Charles III. Um, we know that his wife had non-don status. She wasn't paying UK tax on her overseas income. And in the end, had to U-turn on that because it's absolutely ludicrous um, but didn't backdate it, so just ended up paying what she should have been paying um, as a citizen of this country uh, from here on in. We also learned that Sunak had a green card requiring himself to declare um, permanent residency of the United States, um, and that he was reportedly listed as a beneficiary of a trust based in an offshore tax haven. Yeah, I mean, I, one of the reasons I bring this up is... We often get lectured, don't we, by the political right about patriotism. That those of us who wish to change our country and rid it of injustice are unpatriotic. As though, I mean, you know, if you're going to use bandy around patriotism, what's more patriotic than wanting to rid your country of injustice and therefore make it better? But they try and equate eliminating injustice and standing up to the ruling elite with hating your own country. And look at this, you know, you know where they're not even, uh, you know, their 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 household isn't even registered for tax purposes in their own country. Patriotism, that's that's the uh, the Union Jack flying over the affairs of the British Prime Minister. Now, as the brilliant political journalist Adam Bienkov notes, Downing Street is being oddly cagey about how much real information they will actually contain, that is, when we actually get the tax returns. He's asked Downing Street and they're refusing to say how long a period the return will cover or what details will be in it, or whether it only cover UK earnings or income that Sunak may or may not have received offshore. Now, we already, of course, had the case of Nadim Zahawi, who is one of our 50,000 chancellors of the Exchequer. Remember that? And then ended up being Tory chair. He was found guilty of a serious breach of the ministerial code after failing to disclose an investigation into his tax affairs. 
uh, by HMRC. In fact, that investigation by HMRC was happening when he was Chancellor. He ended up having to pay a multi-million pound settlement, of course, with HMRC. Well, that happened before he was found guilty of the breach of ministerial code and over the sale of his company. So we already know when it comes to tax, this re- this government, like on many things, has a rather dubious record, let's be honest. There is a broader question. Now we're talking about Rishi Sunak. Where the hell is he? Where is he? I ask that because he is the prime minister um, of the country. Uh, he's in charge of running the country. Um, and he's sort of vanished, hasn't he, from public, from the public sphere. Don't really hear much from him, let's be honest. I think Rishi Sunak is a salutary lesson. Because for a while, and it's worth remembering this, because now it seems so absurd, that he was the most popular politician in the country, which was completely ill-deserved. Um, now, many of you may forget how he actually came to prominence in the first place. What happened after the 2019 general election is Sajid Javid, do you remember him? He's now going to leg it as Tory MP, standing down, um, because the Conservative Party is facing oblivion at the next election. Uh, so off he goes. Um, but he was the Chancellor of the Exchequer. And what happened is Dominic Cummings, when he was then spin doctor to Boris Johnson, uh, it's been a while, two years, um, he tried to impose uh, advisors on Sajid Javid uh, from number 10, so that the Chancellor would basically lose his own staff and have to just, they'd all have to report directly to the Prime Minister's office. Refused to do that, got sacked. So Rishi Sunak was kind of appointed as a stooge of Dominic Cummings. That's why we ended up in this situation um, in the first place. Now, what then happened is, because we had a pandemic, which I'm sure you'll remember, um, and to stop the fabric of society collapsing, the economy collapsing, like most similar nations, they introduced a furlough scheme to pay people to self-isolate so they didn't go to work and spread the virus. Um, and that made him popular just because he was associated with throwing money at people, even though obviously it was just something the government had to do because it, it happened um, in other countries. The problem is um, he's not good at politics. In fact, he's crap at politics because when he collided with actual political reality, well, firstly, he lost Liz Truss. And then he ended up as Prime Minister and is just sunk without a trace. Um, now, if we look at the polling at the moment, the latest Yugov poll has Labour on 50%, and the Tories on 22%. That's worse than Liz Truss. I mean, they're sinking like a stone. It is, it is absolutely astonishing. There's a caveat there. Uh, the other week, uh, Deborah Mattinson, who is the head of strategy for Keir Starmer, told Labour staff that they should be wary or cautious about that astronomical lead. I mean, that's a 28-point lead, isn't it? Um, because a lot of it was down to Tory voters going to don't know, and as an election approaches, they could come back from don't know to Tories, rather than just them being convinced by the Labour Party. But still, I mean, that was an, there's no question, that's an absolutely astronomical lead. He's got no cut through, he's got no vision for the country. Um, there's no, I mean, there's no one in the country who, th- who, who you would say is a, a Sunak fan. I mean, that doesn't exist, does it? There are Johnson fans, I'm afraid to report, they very much do exist. Um, in certain parts of the country. They're a minority, but they do exist. Sunak doesn't appeal to anyone at all as Prime Minister. Um, and what he's done is, having been associated with throwing money at people, which is what made him popular, he's now returned to austerity and cutting back on things in response to a crisis, which is the one thing you do not do um, when you're hit by collapsing growth. And under him, we have the worst growth pretty much in the industrialised world um, an unprecedented collapse in living standards, and now he's going to slash back on the public services that have already been cut to the bone. 
that's Rishi Sunak. And that is why, and I keep coming back to this, I think Boris Johnson is coming back after the May elections because this guy is sinking like a stone. I mean, there's, there's no way this guy could lead the Tories into an election victory. Tory MPs know that, and they're torn between being fatalistic and thinking, well, we're cooked, we might as well just give up, and, well, let's throw the dice again. And the only way they can throw the dice one more time is by bringing Boris Johnson back because they can't put another person who is not an elected prime minister. Um, and a lot of them are convinced, well, he's a very, he's a good campaigner. People have forgot about Partygate. If the investigation by the Common Standards Committee finds that he isn't guilty of an egregious crime, he'll chalk that up as a, as a victory, and then he can come back as Prime Minister over the Northern Ireland Protocol. If a deal is struck with the EU, that could be portrayed as a, um, a surrender. Suella Braverman's threatening to resign. Don't threaten us with a good time, Suella Braverman, is all I'm saying. Don't make promises you're not going to keep. We will be keeping an eye on that um, because you will bring some joy in our lives, which is not something you normally expect from Suella Braverman. Um, but I think that could be a flashpoint as well as the May elections. I think Johnson's coming back. This guy is cooked. Whether he releases the tax returns or not, and frankly, at this rate, he won't be leader of the Tory party for enough time for him to come under enough pressure to have to finally release whatever tax returns he's going to do. The disappearing prime minister, vanishing without a trace, but I guess if he was rich as Rishi Sunak, whole thing's a bit of a hobby anyway. <laughs> He's going to spend the rest of his life bathing in luxury. We'll keep an eye on it. Please like, subscribe, support us on patreon.com forward slash. I'm Joe I'll see you in a bit.